0: to make
1: him an off with I feel the need... the need... for speed
2: He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fannick.
1: Go ahead. Make my day.
2: He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids. Uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. Watch on a big screen high sense tv.
1: Say hello to my little friend.
2: The best movies you've never seen.
3: The first rule of bike club
2: is you do not talk about bike club. With Stephen Fennick.
0: And Trevor on. This is the captain. Brace for impact. You are in the right place. This is the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the co-host of this show, and I'm the one who's watched all these movies so many times. And I'm joined by my good mate, my movie challenge friend, Trevor Long. <laughs> Who's never seen any of this and given us an excuse to have a podcast Trevor. How are you going? I'm doing very well. I'm
3: happy to be described as movie challenged. That's uh, apt. Just to... I might well, update my bio.
0: This is a perfect example of why this we do this show. I feel
3: like I'm in for it today. You have not
0: seen Jurassic Park. No. Jurassic Park was released in 1993, directed by Steven Spielberg, based on the novel by Michael Crichton, which I've also read. And would you believe they spent sixty five million dollars promoting this movie? Oh wow! Which is actually more than the production of the movie. The production oh, was sixty three wow. million. They spent sixty five million, and it still got past you. <laughs> so what's fascinating is last week we
3: were talking about the Road Warrior, and I said, "Well, mate, I was five when it came out. Yeah, you were a you know teenager. This I was in year twelve when this came out. So you'd think." You know, right? Prime audience, but no, I was listening to The Twelfth Man and watching Formula One, so (laughs) uh, yeah. No, look, I am obviously in my kids. Yeah, I I think one of them, like Jack, I might have Ah. tried to watch it, and so I've definitely walked past and seen scenes, and then just gone, yeah,
0: yeah, right. So dinosaurs aren't your thing. I just not yet didn't jump out at me there. Universal Pictures paid Michael Crichton, the author of the novel, two million dollars for the rights to the book before it was even published. What doing very well, Michael Crichton got wow. two million on no, them knowing it's coming out and what it's about. They've probably seen an early copy of it. Two mil to secure the movie rights. Opens. Uh, what's opening in cinemas this? What opened this week is Jurassic World Dominion, so that's why we're doing Jurassic Park. Another reason why we're doing yes. it, apart from you never seeing it before. Is to coincide with that because a lot of the characters that were introduced in this original movie have are making reappearances in Jurassic World Dominion.
3: I know we spoke in a, our other podcast too, but I was talking tech about this. But just to wrap it up, there's six, movies, six movies, the one that's coming out now. Correct. Have these original characters never
0: reappeared before? Some of them have. Like Jeff Goldblum was in a couple. Right, okay. Laura Dern had a very small but, but part. But seeing them all is a big deal. Having them all together okay. the first time since the original. Sam Neill was in the original Jurassic Park in Jurassic Park 3, and this is his first appearance in a Jurassic World movie. Laura Dern was in the original and one of the others for a brief time Jeff Goldblum was in a couple of the originals, and he's now making another appearance here. So this is kind of getting the band back together, yeah, okay. the original crew. Now, this movie began principal photography in Kauai, in Hawaii, August 1992. Now, just before production, the they were hit by a hurricane. Oh. Hurricane Eniki came to Kauai. And it was 120 mile per hour winds destroyed all the sets, <gasps> left no working phones, no power. Production had to be moved to LA, and the movie resumed production at the Universal Studios. Now, impressions before seeing this, so you knew you knew about the movie, you'd I'm heard a, about the movie. I'm across. That you had dinosaurs a concept, involved, right, okay?
3: I think um, I could <coughs> safely say I'm across the fact that there was the Rebirth of dinosaurs. Yep. I, I'm aware it's not a you know Jurassic era movie yep. in that sense, um, and I could identify characters. If you put Jeff Goldblum up, I could have said yeah, he's definitely yep. been in Jurassic okay. Park. But
0: no man, I got nothing. Okay. Uh, well, this movie, as I said, had Isn't a massive. Embarrassment ma- to you at this point? No, not at all. It had a one of the biggest marketing campaigns ever conducted <laughs> for a movie. No, no. So I told you so they spent 65 million, and that included licensing deals. With more than a hundred companies for more than a thousand products, we're talking T-shirts and toys and computer games. You name it. Jurassic Park was on it, yeah, right. and it was a massive success. It grossed over four hundred million in the U.S., more than a billion worldwide. Steven Spielberg alone made a quarter of a billion dollars from this movie. The it's largest, very well, the largest sum any individual has made. From a movie, and why would that be? Because he
3: signed. Is it one of those things where <laughs> he got a colour of the I'll he got a f- cut of the profits yeah. for a little bit less? But I'm going to take a big. Cut he of got a cut profits, of the yeah. box
0: office. That's right. And this did very well, as you no. know. Uh, it also held the box office record at the time until it was beaten. Can you guess the movie that beat it? This came out in '93. Can you guess a massive movie a couple of years after this that would have beat it? I'll, I'll give you a clue. There's a big boat in it. Oh, Titanic! Right. Titanic! Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was going to go to Avatar, but yeah, so that, that was yeah, that was, was two thousand and nine. It beat it was beaten by Titanic in nineteen ninety seven, right. so it held the record. Now this movie was nominated for three Oscars right. and won all three. Wow! Best sound, best sound effects, editing. And best visual effects. Oh, right. of none course. of the big ones, right? Okay, good. Right, but they're all the technical <laughs> awards. None oh, no, of the, but, none of the big ones. <laughs> no, but you know, like. You, you mean often, none of the acting awards?
3: No, but you know, you think, you often say that you nominate for eight awards and then they won the, the technical awards? Yeah. And I feel like that's a disappointment because they yeah.
0: should, it was a great movie. Well, I think the Academy is kind of more geared towards not sort of these sort of popcorn movies. The Academy Acting Hello, popcorn, movies, (laughs) get together people. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like the Academy is geared towards more dramatic roles. Yeah, like Will Smith and Chris Rock. Yeah, Yeah. like that. Yeah, the slap heard around the world. Now, at the 66th Annual Academy Awards, where this was up for all those awards, Mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg was competing against himself. Because Schindler's List was up oh. the same year because he wow. directed that as well. So he he won Best Director that year, oh. but not for Jurassic Park, for Schindler's List. Yeah. And he was also competing in the same category for Best Sound. So Best Sound, one, one nominee was Jurassic Park. Yep. The other nominee was Schindler's List. Jurassic Park won. So uh, he was a very popular man that night. Wow. Now, the movie and the book. You can just imagine, and I, I remember at the time just how nuts people went about dinosaurs. It was so big that the study of paleontology, which is the study of the fossils and the dinosaur bones yeah. and all that, had a record increase in students. People were, well, saw this movie goes, oh, I want to do that. Ross Geller. Record, <laughs> record number. Ross Geller, you're right. This was also a landmark movie in terms of visual effects. And production. Yeah. Now, the technology that was, Industrial Light and Magic, which is George Lucas's company, they wanted to the dinosaurs to look real. And so the technology reached a point where they studied animal behavior and movement, the body language of elephants and alligators and all this stuff. The designers then received special training, including movement lessons, to capture how a dinosaur would behave. The end result is the... Just remarkable special effects. When you're watching this movie, you're thinking, I'm watching a dinosaur. It It, was none of this stop motion from the 30s, you know, King Kong and all those. This looked ultra realistic. Did you think that?
3: I would say, of the appearances of dinosaurs in the movie, I reckon 80% of them were outstanding. Right. 20%, it's like, dude, that, you know, come on. Okay, right. I feel like (laughs) the color's off or, you know, just. Fair enough. It looked a bit fake. So, there was a bit, but.
0: Oh, like 80% is big for 1993. Solid. Very solid. Clear. Okay, this is your last exit before the freeway. We're going to spoil the hell out of this movie. And if you haven't seen it, of course, you can catch it on Fetch. Catch it on Fetch, and it's a simple search
3: on Fetch, which, which the best part about it is you don't always have to buy the movie or rent the movie. If you've got the movie available to you through a streaming service, Stan, Amazon Prime, whatever it is, if that movie is available there as part of your subscription, Fetch will let you know. Fetch will let you know you can watch it there, send you straight to the movie so you can watch it on one of those services or uh, rent or buy it from the Fetch movie store and where it then lives in your own library. So a digital library of all your movies right there on your Fetch box. The Fetch Mini, the Fetch Mighty available at major retailers and, of course, through internet providers. So ring your ISP. If they don't have one, go and grab one from a retailer. Uh, your library would be massive by now, wouldn't it? Yeah, all the it's, movies it's, you've it's shocking up. Yeah. Your
0: My Stuff, your Absolutely. menu, all your movies. That's it. I know mine is. Mine is packed. Okay. You've seen the movie now. Yep. So what are your impressions now, and how are they different to what you thought before? I'm going to start with my tweet. I'm going to mix it up. Okay. Right?
3: Because my tweet is, I'm an idiot. Jurassic (laughs) Park's a bloody good movie, and I've only just watched it.
0: Uh Better late than never. Better late than never. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent. I really
3: enjoyed it. Um, You know, the whole principle of the story, plus... Um, you know, the Newman character coming in and, and being the <laughs> Nedry, yeah. weird, evil villain, right? <laughs> um, like, I guess even if you told me that, you know, I, I broadly knew the story, you know, the DNA and stuff, but if I knew that the story was about, you know, uh, you know the place kind of breaking down and potentially them going loose and people being at risk... Um, I wouldn't have picked that there'd be someone trying to, you know, steal yeah, the, the process and of, yeah. that kind of stuff. Some espionage. I also of. didn't realise it was made to be a theme park, you know, that kind of yeah, concept. right. Which I think is actually a really good premise.
0: Spared no expense. I
3: think that yeah. that, yeah, spared <laughs> no expense. It's the best line. Because <laughs> it's used, what, two or three yeah, times for the movie? Yeah, Um. The the I think that's a great premise. Because if it was just a movie about scientists bringing dinosaurs back, yeah, cool, just for the cool, sake cool. of it, yeah. And, you know, then there being a drama with something. Yeah. Fine, but this is, this is a cool premise. So yeah. that's I oh, that's, think good. That, I'm glad. that's the underlying part which made me enjoy it most. Okay.
0: Well, as you'd imagine, I saw this at the movies oh. a few times. And then, now, this was, now, we've both seen Top Gun Maverick. You've actually seen it more than I have, yes. which is hard to believe. Yes. You've seen a movie more than me. <laughs> yeah. And you'd agree that's a cinema experience. 100%. This, at the time, was the same thing. Right. It was a movie that you, well, you had no choice but to see it in the cinemas, right? But it was one of those movies where it made use of every speaker, the rumbling and all, the whole setup was a cinematic experience. Yeah. Um, so I remember, that's what I distinctly remember going back a few times to see it, just to experience that. Yeah. I'd also read the book as well. The book and the movie is about still don't 50, Understand 50. how you yeah. walk into a movie knowing yeah. what's going to happen and still. enjoy well, it. Well, it. it's kind of there. There's there's a lot of differences we we talk about in the book oh, okay. book v movie. Now, Michael Crichton actually co-wrote the screenplay too, so it, he kind of steered it more act more little faithful, bit of, extra earn there, bit of faithful. Well. Yeah, 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 he work. kept it faithful to the book. Michael Crichton, one of my favorite authors too. He's written a lot of great books. Um, he he's the sort of author who combines. Like this high concept with a great story, like, yes. like semi yeah, realistic, possible realistic science. Of, see, the, it's, yeah. it's,
3: not, it's the best, and we'll get to it, but the best part of this movie is the fact that you know, a bloke who should know says, Yeah, but how do you get DNA from a fossil? Yeah. And then they explain that. And yeah. that's,
0: that's that high concept. It's that plausibility. You're about. Yes. That, that's, he's really good at doing that in all these books. Right. And this, this, again, was uh, uh, he, he unfortunately died in 2008. Oh, Michael Crichton. Uh, Michael Crichton, oh, Michael Crichton. Oh, wow. yeah. Let's uh, take a look at the cast, and that's led by Sam Neill, who plays Alan Grant. Now, what movie have you seen him in that we've covered on the show? Oh, crap. Um, it's in the is he set in a submarine?
3: Is in Red October? Hunt for yes, Red October? Too, yes. Yep.
0: He was also in Jurassic Park 3. So they never had a Jurassic Park 2, would you believe? They had a Jurassic Park, then they had The Lost World, and then they had Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> so, two. it's like the iPhone. There was never an iPhone 9, you know, that was just left yeah, out. <laughs> I mean, but I beg to differ. It's the second one. It is, but it, it was called, was, the, called it was called The Lost World. Yeah. Okay. He was also, as we mentioned in the new movie, Jurassic World Dominion. Laura Dern, who I've met, plays Ellie Statler. She was in Wild with uh, Renee. With, um, <laughs> Do you remember where I met her? At, at, the, um, at an airport. Yes. And uh, she was also with, I'm, I've just blanked on her name. Renee Zellweger? No, no, not Renee Zellweger. Uh-huh. It's, um, oh God, I'm totally blanking. But she was also in Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last oh, Jedi. She was in which as is well.
3: Why you went crazy fanboy? Well, no, that
0: was before that. She, oh. Before she made that, is when I met her. Oh. It was after she made Wild with um, the other person. I cannot believe I can't remember her name. Starts with an R. I'm trying to remember. She was in um little little big lies and and geez, and she was also she's Laura Dern is also in Jurassic World Dominion as well. Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon, and you'll start with an R. How did you kill her? with With a knife? No, with a spoon. That's how I remember her name. Reese Witherspoon. I met her and Laura Dern. Funny, quick story. When I met them, yeah. I was travelling to to um to Seattle, right? No, to to um, Portland. Sorry, Portland. I was going, and they were flying to see the woman who they portray, who she portrayed in Wild. They became her name, is Cheryl oh, Strayed. Right. She lives in Portland. They were flying up to Portland to see her. They were friends with her now. That's where I spotted them at the airport, had a photo of them. Yeah. But that's why I'm thinking Laura Dern, she was in Jurassic Park. I remember in my mind thinking, you're in Jurassic Park. So there you go. Jeff Goldblum <laughs> plays Ian Malcolm. What other movie has he been in that we've covered on the show? Involves big spaceships. Set over the holiday weekend, which was July 4, Independence, Independence Day. Day. God. Uh, he was also in Lost World. hating on my memory Yeah, right well, now. our memories are both failing us today. Jurassic World Dominion, of course. Now, Richard Attenborough plays John Hammond. Right, yes. He's a, he won a Best Picture and Best Director Oscar for Gandhi. Right, he's a director, actor. Oh, okay. What movie was he in that
3: you know very well? Um, he was in the Great Escape. There you go. Did yes. you pick him? Uh, Did you know that? No, I didn't, because that's obviously a much older movie. And yeah, I'm now he's, picking, a lot, hes a lot younger in that movie. I'm of now course. kind of picking the character that he was in the Great Escape. So yeah. you know who yeah. I mean.
0: Have I blown your mind a bit? Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah, bit? good on you. I'm going to blow your mind again. Joe Mazzello plays Little Timmy. Oh, the kid. Yeah. Yes, he's been in two movies we've covered: <laughs> The Social Network. He played uh, Dusty Dustin Moskovitz, right. so Mark Mark Zuckerberg's offsider. He was also in Bohemian Rhapsody. Who? He played the bass player.
3: The blonde?
0: No, not no. the blonde. They had um, longer dark hair. Oh, okay. Joe Mazzello was in Bohemian Rhapsody. Wow. As well, that little kid from Jurassic Park grew up to be in Bohemian Rhapsody.
3: That's awesome.
0: Samuel L. Jackson. Did you notice? Yeah, him that in one.
3: There? That one struck me as like this weird. Kind of get it looked like a guest appearance, but it was quite a <laughs> solid character. He
0: played Arnold, he was also in a movie we've covered, <laughs> Pulp fiction. fiction. Boom! He's in another movie that we're going to cover called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Really good, underrated action movie. And he was in all the Star Wars prequels, too. Did you know that? He was Mace Windu in the Star oh, Wars right prequels. And of course, the great man Wayne Knight, Newman. Hello, Newman. Newman. Now, his name he was Nedry, which is an anagram. What what was he? He's a computer computer Nerd. guy. It's an anagram for nerdy. Wow. He's Nedry. I don't know how they they got oh, I just noticed that I don't think that was the reason why they did it but anyway. He got the part. Have you you I'm sure you haven't seen Basic Instinct, Michael Douglas, Sharon Stone? No, I'm aware of. Famous the movie. Scene, yeah, you yes. were the uh, the leg crossing yeah. and uncrossing bit there. He was in that scene. Wayne Knight was that's how he got the part. Um Steven Spielberg said, "Oh, I like this guy." And that's how he got him on cuz Jurassic Park was made a year later. Wow. So yeah, he got. Uh, he was in that in, uh, interrogation room with Sharon Stone as she uh, opened the curtain, so to speak. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> before, we <laughs> <scene>. <laughs> before we get through the run through, before we get through the run through, let's talk about our other great yes. sponsor. go sense. Go hard. And guess what? The 2022 range is just about, if not already here. Yes, and I think it's time for you to take a look at their new 2022 range, 75, and you know what? Just do it. 85 inch yep. TV. They're really catering that. That's really high senses goal here. They want to give everyone. The big picture. They're the sponsors of the NRL as well. Yep. Big picture is what they're after, and you can get that with a High Sense TV. Their ULED technology, you'll be really impressed with the picture quality. You see some great color, really natural, bright color, but also really nice deep black levels. The high HDR, if you're watching 4K content, the high dynamic range really is terrific. But also on the sound side, you're getting a really quality sound as well. And with a movie like Jurassic Park, you want to be a part, you want to be in the middle of the action. And that's what Dolby Atmos provides. And that comes directly from the TV. You have this virtual surround sound that that comes from above you, beside you and behind you, even when there are no speakers that are located in that spot of your room, it's all coming from the TV. So an experience, both picture and sound to give you this ultimate at-home experience. And you know what? To make things even better, they also offer a three-year warranty on their TVs. Yes. One of the only TV companies to back their product with a three-year warranty. So that gives you added peace of mind. If we haven't convinced you yet, go to their website or take a look at them in the stores. Their website, Hisense.com.au. Are you ready, Trev? Strapped in. Here <sighs> we go. The It starts off really interesting, I think, that... You, I'm, I was wondering what you were thinking. There's this, this box being lowered, and yeah. there's, like, this enclosure, where uh, these guys so in
3: hard hats. It's interesting. So because you definitely know what this movie is about just from the logo that appears yep. kind of stuff, um, I, at first I thought, oh, sorry, it actually starts with that box being... Lowered. Behind no no but it's yeah, actually behind trees, behind trees. so yeah. it's made out my initial thought was oh, there's a big T Rex coming through right yeah. so I, I think it's made out to make you think okay. there's a big dinosaur going to come out right. of the trees okay yeah and then it becomes a box and you're know, I think it's like a power supply yeah generator it's being lowered or by a helicopter right? yeah it's a generator right and then it comes down I'm like oh that's not a generator so it's a r- I actually thought it was a very very smart way to trick the mind you know you're coming for a dinosaur yeah. movie you know there's going to be some action because the trailer would have showed it yep oh, this is it. Yeah. They're under attack from the get-go. Yeah. But actually, it's just a box being lowered. And yeah. they do turn out to They do, be absolutely.
0: Well, we find out, I, I like how and it, with the box is lowered in place in sort of front of this enclosure. Yes. And it says on the screen, Isla Nublar, 120 miles off Costa Rica. So, it's an island off Costa Rica. Right. And you see them, I, I think one of the guys in charge, who we later find out to be a guy named Muldoon, he says, right now, in, first team in place, they've got their tasers. They're thinking, what are they doing here? Yeah. And then they try to open, they open the gate, and then you see this this shape charge forward and knock the box loose. And then you see one, them tasering this, this thing inside it, and you see one of the, how would you like it when the guy got oh, dragged, dragged, dragged into the box? into it. Like the, the camera was really low, and he gets dragged away, You and they're trying to hold onto him. And that's that sort of fading that sort of fades out to the next scene where they're just tasering the hell out of this thing and I think he's even saying, Shoot her, shoot her and then you're thinking, what have we just seen there? You don't really know. No. Fade into a bloke on a raft with a suitcase and a suit yep. in the middle of the jungle, yes. is what appears. Yep. He's in the Dominican Republic. We find out that he is a lawyer who's come to See a guy about who's supposed to meet Hammond, we don't know who he is at the moment, about some lawsuit they're facing.
3: The underwriters feel that the accident has raised some very
1: serious safety questions about the park. That makes the investors very, very anxious. I had a promise to conduct a very thorough on site inspection.
0: So, the accident that he's describing, I'm, I'm assuming, is the guy from the previous scene. Right. So he's obviously was Yeah, I think
3: think it very quickly kind of, it's painting a real quick picture here because we talked about the premise of the DNA stuff. But actually the bigger premise is that there was an accident with the, you know, the dinosaur in the cage. And now this old dude who is clearly the owner investor, you know, the boss of the joint is being told that that is compromising the whole plan. Yeah. And because that, that's the fundamental, you know, theory of the whole yeah. movie. So, so there's investors. It's a very that are quick anxious. setup, right? Yeah. It's it's all it's very rapid.
0: Yeah. Absolutely right. So that scene ends with the guy finding someone's found some amber and he puts it up, remember, and then you see yes. the light and there's a mosquito caught in the amber, and we think, "Oh, why is this important? Yeah. Cut to a dig in Montana and you see close ups of their brushing away sand from the bones, and you think, Oh, this is an archaeological dig here, right?
3: And again, these are three completely yeah different setting yeah so so we're know, setting it up yeah you know that we're we're not going from one part of the place to the next this yeah. is a different I location. liked how it
0: started with their they brushing away the, the they've got a brush and sort of old-school archaeology yeah then the next bit you see is them the guy says oh look we're ready to try again and they sort of shoot something into the ground, yeah, and it's like a radar. He puts
3: he puts something into a shotgun pellet, yeah, the shotgun goes into it into, a, the ground. into like a you know barrel that's pointed at the ground, yeah. and just they've shot into the ground.
0: So he basically says that it's a radar, and then on the screen you see the the screen and you see the picture of a there's like a full velociraptor skeleton. And they're they're saying, look, you know, soon we won't even learn need to dig. We won't yeah. even have to dig anything. So, you know, talk about becoming extinct.
3: And Sam Neil's character, who's clearly an old school archaeologist, like oh, I hate computers.
0: Yeah, you know, he's frustrated. He, he just touches the screen to be, and something happens. He prefer to be digging. and yeah. rushing he's old school. Away he's old school. Yeah. Absolutely exactly. right. But he does have a theory though about velociraptors and uh, how they evolved. Well,
1: maybe dinosaurs have more in common with present day birds than they do with reptiles. Look at the pubic bone, turned backward, just like a bird. Look at the vertebrae, full of air sacs and hollows, just like a bird. And even the word raptor means bird of prey.
3: That doesn't look very scary.
1: (laughs) More like a six foot turkey. A turkey, huh? Oh no. Okay, try to imagine yourself in the Cretaceous period. You get your first look at this six-foot turkey as you enter a clearing. He moves like a bird, lightly bobbing his head, and you keep still because you think that maybe his visual acuity is based on movement like T-Rex, and he'll lose you if you don't move. But no, not Velociraptor. You stare at him, and he just stares right back. And that's when the attack comes, not from the front, but from the side. From the other two raptors, you didn't even know were there.
0: So it's really scared this kid. Yeah, and I it, think I love the line which says, you know, "You know, you if you wanted to scare him, could have just pulled a gun on him."
3: <laughs> yeah, but my, I think the best part of that is actually, um, and it, again, I think, oh, in analysing movies now, like I never did before, you look at the two characters, um, Sam Neil and, and Ellie, and, yep. um, and they clearly got a a history, mm. or, or they've known each other a long time, because when he says. When he turns to the kid, she's like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah. Like she's, you know, it's she under her breath. She knows yeah. what's about to happen. I like how she
0: says to him, like at the end of that little speech about the Velociraptor. He goes, "Point is, you're still alive when they start to eat you." Yeah. <laughs> it's just terrified um, Did you know though that his theory, which at the time everyone thought, "What the hell is he talking about?" Yeah. Years after the movie, it was there were fossil impressions of Velociraptor skin discovered that allegedly had they were feathered. So, his theory that, he, that that Grant was saying in the movie actually has some sort of semblance of wow. truth to it. That there was actually, they they there was they have madness. some sort of common ancestry with a bird. Yeah. I like how they're walking back to the trailer and then the, the helicopter arrives and it's blowing all the sand back on the dig. You know, they're trying yeah. to cover the dig they, up. They're, they're, they go, who the hell is this boy? They're yelling at it.
3: They walk over to the chopper and the pilot's like, yeah, he's, he's in. in there. Yeah. which Which. You're thinking, where? How is this bloke? He's uh, in a a trailer. Who is this bloke? He's got his own trailer, and then you realise they're going into their own trailer, and this dude is just in their trailer. You like how
0: when he walked in, he he goes, "Who the hell are you?" And then he pops a champagne cork we were saving that yes <laughs> then he he identifies himself Do you like how he had his finger out and he shook his hand he shook his finger and he that was uh Mr Hammond and i think remember remember Ellie comes in and he goes who's the jerk <laughs> he goes uh, it's <laughs> actually Mr Hammond who's actually funding their dig yeah so he turns out to be someone
3: who invests in their yes. archaeological projects um you know in a in a small way he's a he's yeah. a funder he's one of the many people who funds That's their right. digs
0: and he, and he he's telling them that he's uh He's, he's, bought, he's got an island, he's spared no expense, and he just describes what he needs from them.
1: We've got to open next year. That is if the lawyers don't kill me first. I, I don't care for lawyers. Do you? Oh, oh, we, oh uh, I don't
0: we... Don't really, don't really know. Any.
1: <laughs> well, I do, I'm afraid. There's a particular pebble in my shoe represents my investors. It says that they insist on outside opinions. What kind of opinions? Well, your kind, not to put too fine a point on it. I mean, let's face it, in your particular field, you're the top minds. And if I could just persuade you to sign off on the park, you know, give it your endorsement, maybe even pen a a wee testimonial, I could get back on schedule. Uh, schedule. Why would they care what we think? What kind of park is this?
0: It's right up your alley. (laughs) <laughs>
3: so
1: like, I
0: love how he put that It's right up your alley You like, like it Dude You need to say more To get me on a chopper But but then anyway. he tells him. He goes Look how about I fund your dig For the next three years They go Sure we're going to come And take a look Because <laughs> yeah. he needs Their endorsement and they're, yeah. and they're off Next thing We're in Costa Rica On the mainland And there's a man Walking with a case And I think He's uh, calling out I think he uh, He yells out Dodson And the guy goes What are you using my name for Guess no one cares. And remember he yells yes. at his yeah, he says, Dodgson's here. He doesn't care. So but, I, it's, but I wrote in my notes, it's, it's Newman. Newman. That's what I yelled out. <laughs> Newman.
3: And it's a funny thing because I couldn't work out whether he said doctor, but anyway, saying his name. And it's just this, like, dude, I, you don't know who, like, you don't yeah. realise we're in a place where no one gives a rat's who you are yeah. or I No one am. knows him. Yeah. Just relax.
0: But they're talking about, uh, you know, obviously Nedry's got a beef with Hammond. We'll talk later about his sort of these financial beef and how that compared with what happened in the book as well. But the whole idea here is maybe trying to smuggle viable embryos off the island. How are you planning to beat security?
1: Oh, I've got an 18-minute window. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Gracias, señor. Don't get cheap on me, Dodson. That was Hammond's mistake.
0: See that? He said, mentioned Hammond there. And uh, did you like, so, so when he said, don't get cheap on I me, mean, that's because the bill came. Yes. And he didn't grab it to pay yes. it. He's come on, don't get cheap on me. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. This so is immediately, a, you know, something's you, up immediately
3: here. Immediately, you know, that uh, Newman is the, uh, or Nerdy, whatever his name is. Midry uh, <laughs> is the, he's, I'm going to call him Newman this whole episode, just so you know. Um, he, you know, he's he's not the good guy. He's yeah. in
0: some way sinister. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, he's obviously on the take because uh, we find out later that he's got some financial woes. But uh, we next thing we see is the, okay, the choppers approaching the island, and on board is Ian Malcolm, who is described. They they say he's a mathematician, but he says no, no, chaotician. He's all about chaos theory and all of that. Um,
3: you know, it's funny because I, I didn't catch that. Mm. And now I he's all I about chaos, chaotician. There, yeah. There's a point when they're on the chopper that. One of the guys says, "You know, uh, you brought a celebrity you brought a thing. I
0: bought a rock star. Yeah, you yeah. bought a rock star. I bought a scientist. What, what, yeah, I didn't get that. Well, he he's a he's a like an eccentric mathematician. Yeah.
3: yeah, the rock star thing didn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, and then they they see the island and the 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 helicopters dropping down, and again we see Sam Neal kind of, or I should say Alan Grant, trying to find his seatbelt, and he ends up tying them together. <laughs> he's a real he's a, he's not very savvy when it comes to things like that. The jeep picks them up." Yep. Drives them through. Did you see this electrified gate? Yeah. Uh, and big he said, too, look, like tall." Big and thing. he was explaining this whole way, right? So they're in the Jeeps driving along, and he's explaining, I think the lawyer says, look, you know, John, the, the lawyer that we saw in the first part of the movie, remember, that was asking, uh, yeah. went to Dominican Republic. He's turning around and saying to John, the investors are very concerned. In four, We need to sign off on this park. In, you've got 48 hours. And he goes, in 48 hours? I'll be accepting your apology.
3: Yep. Remember that he's very. This guy is very health, headstrong about his plan. Yeah, he's confident he wants these to people move ahead. are going to be blown away because, yeah. in in essence, he thinks that this, you know, Sam Neill character is going to come out and go, "Oh my god, this is amazing! Yeah. This is the best thing I've ever seen." The insurance guy's going to be like, "We're on a winner here." Okay, that's yeah, what he wants. That's right.
0: Uh, that's his goal, of course, and and it doesn't hurt that he's buttered him up with three more years of research grants and yes, and exactly. you know, so he's he's looking to do his best here, and plus. He doesn't want the delays. Do you remember earlier on when he was talking about the insurance guy, yeah. the guy in that Dominican Republic? is, goes, "Ah, oh, Hammond hates delays. What do you mean? It's going to delay things. Yeah. So he's really eager to get things moving. So anyway, the uh, the the jeep drives through a paddock, and this was an amazing scene where yes. you see. He sort of takes his glass off thinking well, am I seeing this here like oh, that's a dinosaur there right do you like how he grabs Ellie's head and, and turns, turns it the, to face the dinosaur
3: I, I will say this one's in the 80 in in the 20% yeah the first oh, you reckon? yes the first right. one looked right, is not their best okay there's so many better ones yeah. throughout the whole movie
0: yeah so uh, and and Ian Malcolm's re- re- uh, his reaction was this <gasps> It's,
1: it's a dinosaur. <laughs> you're dead. You crazy son of bet you're dead.
0: That was Ian Malcolm at the end. It was at the start, remember, he, um, Alan Grant was saying, that's a dinosaur. You yeah. <laughs> couldn't believe it. <laughs> um, but then they were asking, though, they, they couldn't help themselves. They kept asking more questions. How fast are they? <laughs> well, we clocked the T-Rex
1: at 32 miles an hour. T-Rex? Mm-hmm. You said you've got a T-Rex? Uh-huh. Say again? (gasps) (laughs) We have a T-Rex. Why? Put your your (laughs) head between your knees. Dr. Grant, my dear Dr. Sutler, welcome to Jurassic Park.
0: Great music too. Do you like yeah. music? Awesome music. I, I think John what's Williams. Good about
3: it is, of course. Yeah. I think what's good about it is it's not meant to be the the the, the focus of the scene. It's just this great underlying yeah, to give you this yeah. emotive. You know, these people yeah. have been studying all their lives yeah. dinosaurs,
0: and they're seeing them for the in, in the flesh. Yeah. Think
3: about that, right? You've you've studied, you've done all the things in the world, and now you're an archaeologist. You're dusting off skeletons. In no way would you ever believe. That you're yeah. going to see one. Yeah, your goal is always to just discover new things about Incredible. them. Yeah. And now he's face to face with, yeah, the the beast. It's just it is actually really hard to believe, but you can understand their reaction. That's Absolutely. what I love about that.
0: I love how when he sort of he got faint and had to sit down, and then he he sort of looks over and sees these other dinosaurs in the, in a swamp, and they're sort of flocking together. Yeah. And he it's and, kind of what I got from that yeah. was
3: you know you have the old man telling him he's got this and he's got that, but yeah. he's seen with his eyes you know like a source whatever the hell yeah. it is, and then he turns and sees the next. Like he's,
0: There's it's his realization bo- yeah. that
3: this is not just that. Yeah. It's it's this whole. But did you
0: see his other question? He says, "How did you do this?" Yes, and that leads to the next That's- scene where they go into the main compound, yes. and there, well, he's leading him into the main compound, and and Hammond is talking up the 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 park itself.
1: The most advanced amusement park in the entire world. Incorporating all the latest technologies, and I'm not talking just about rides, you know. Everybody has rides. No, we've made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet. So what are you thinking? Huh. We're out of a job.
0: Don't you mean extinct? It's <laughs> so a good that's, line. It's, pre- it's that's a good well, line. If we, could, if we could see dinosaurs, what do they need us for? Yeah. And then they move into the info tour and his question about how the hell they did this yes. is answered and a lot of things they have to look for here and I'm sure they're all full of questions but the uh, they, they they sort of sit inside it's like a ride that yeah, sort like of a the ride. bars come on. Yeah. I don't know why they need a bar, it's not like they're going on a roller coaster.
3: Oh, HNS it's going around. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, it's the great <laughs> thing. It's a it's a <laughs> island full of di- <laughs> you know deadly dinosaurs, yeah. put a bar on while this thing rotates with so
0: it. So would you remember the mosquito preserved yes. in amber? So then they get to explaining how it's all done.
1: Using sophisticated techniques, they extract the preserved blood from the mosquito and, bingo, dino DNA.
2: A full DNA strand contains three billion genetic codes. If we look at screens like these once a second for eight hours a day... It'd take two
1: years to look at the entire DNA strand. It's that long.
0: Did that impress you? How the size of it, how that was explained? Yeah, I thought it was just pretty, how much DNA. I actually DNA? thought it was a really good explanation yeah. of DNA. And what they went on to explain too is that there are gaps in the sequence that they filled in with frog DNA. So they, they sort of filled in the little gaps that remained. Which
3: becomes and very then important.
0: they made a baby dinosaur. Um, the, I liked it how too the tour remember how the room was sort of spinning around they look inside the lab and they think hang on a minute
3: yeah. we want to know more about and that, this and that's where they're like hang on get these bloody yeah. bars so off
0: they actually get off and he goes come on it's like a ride and they go stuff that they, they go into the lab yeah. and that's where they see they, they they ask questions and they go into the lab and they're actually there they see one of the one of the scientists my man from Law and Order well, that's true. They do. Yeah, he's in Lord Order. That guy. Yeah, and Psycho- they're there to watch watch an egg hatch. So yes. they have got an egg hatching there, and they explain though that they can't breed in the in because Jurassic
3: Park. Because I think what's important here is you, you get the sense that the Sam Neil character is the smartest man on the planet because at every point he has questions. Yes. So like, how how where'd you get the DNA from? Yep. How did you? Which, and there's more how, later. Yeah. How did you fill the strands? Yeah. And, and here it's like hang on a minute, we, these things all run rampant and yeah. how are you going to control it? No, no, we've, they're all female. We've, That's right, yeah. Change the They've no. engineered them that You way. also yeah, find yeah. out here that old man um, is has been present at the birth of every yeah. single <laughs> dinosaur on the island. Yeah,
0: and uh, the, he says that uh, they engineer, they control the chromosomes and the uh, the Jeff Goldblum comes up with a, with one of the lines of yeah. the movie where he says, "You know what? Life finds a way. You know you can't contain this. You can't like, contain what do you, you know? What you've got here? Yeah. So the next scene is them going to the raptor enclosure, and they're in the <laughs> process of feeding them. This is uh, and you yeah. saw they were hanging, or they were big like a full cow being yep. lowered <laughs> into the having enclosure. having a rump. <laughs> He's having the whole thing and then some raw. Was there was there only one in there? You reckon, or was there more?
3: Yeah, I, I couldn't get
0: that I think six. there was only one or two in there, eh? Because he,
3: he talks about, the how yeah. at some point in the movie, about the pack nature of them and the, yeah. the dramas that was created when there was a couple of them or something. But, yeah, I think there's a couple. Yeah.
0: But they meet Muldoon.
3: I've hunted most things that can hunt you, but the way these things
1: move... A fast for a bike, Cheetah speed? 50, 60 miles per hour if they ever got out in the open. And they're astonishing jumpers. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So That's why we're taking extreme precautions. The... Uh do so they show they intelligence we'll with the brain cavities? They show extreme intelligence, set in even problem-solving intelligence, especially the big one. We bred eight originally, but when she came in, she took over the pride and killed all but two of the others. That one, when she looks
3: at you, you can see she's working things out. <laughs> so you know what's really fascinating about that scene? Yeah. You've got uh, two people, two... Groups of two people talking, right? Yep. And there's two conversations going on. Yeah. One of them is the primary source of audio, but old man is having another conversation.
0: Talking not, about the enclosures mind. and the fences and, and, and it's stuff. J- yeah. It's just there. It, it, yeah.
3: it's, it's kind of fascinating. Normally, you know, they would just pretend that they were off mic, but you can, you can yeah, hear you them. Yeah,
0: but you can make out but things. I think, yeah, I think it's. I think it makes it so much more real. Well, it sort of gives me the impression that Hammond's not listening to some of the things that's being said, right? Like Hammond, memory says, "Oh, they're incredible jumpers." He says, "Oh, that's why the fences—we've got all the security in yeah. place." So, whatever you've got a problem with, I've got a solution for it. And then, but Sam Neill's getting, or well, Alan Grant's getting to the heart of the matter there by saying, "How are they intelligent?" Because all he's seen is a is a bone, the bones, the big brain, brain capacity. Yeah, and he's saying, "Yeah, they're problem-solving intelligent," yeah. which kind of sets up what happens later in the movie. Yes. So I, th- I like at the end when, the remember, they they lift out their crane and there's no t- cow left. It's just all r- also just wreckage hanging it, there.
3: All I could think was, how yeah, are you going to get that cow out of the net? Yeah, I didn't understand oh, why they, they just, would leave the net there. They, but they, anyway, tore it, they tore it to shreds. No expense, man.
0: But I like how he said after they saw the cow was gone, he goes, who's hungry? <laughs> then they went to lunch. Now, I like too at the start of this scene where the lawyers already G'd up about it, saying, oh, you can charge what you want for this, 10000 2000 a day. Yeah. And uh, I think Hammond pops up and goes, no, 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 this isn't just for the ultra-rich. We want everyone to enjoy it. He goes, yeah, we will, we'll have a coupon day or something like that, He was saying. <laughs> but here's where, the this is the part where he thought he was going to have this, this incredible endorsement from from what they'd seen so far, which was impressive. Mm. He thought that they were gonna, he was going to get a ring endorsement from both Malcolm and and Sattler and Alan Grant. And I think this is a bit of a wake-up call when Alan, when Ian Malcolm speaks up. Yeah, don't you see the danger, uh,
1: John, inherent uh, in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. It's hardly appropriate to start hurling generalisations. If, if I may. Um, I'll tell you the problem with the scientific power that you're, that you're using here. Uh, it didn't require any discipline to attain it. You know, you read what others had done, and, you'd, and you took the next step. You didn't earn the knowledge for yourselves, so you don't take any responsibility for it. You stood on the shoulders of geniuses uh, to accomplish something as fast as you could, and before you even knew what you had, you, you patented it and packaged it and slapped it on a plastic lunchbox, and now <laughs> you're selling it.
0: So that he's, was... He's, pretty he's got a point.
3: And, and <coughs> you're right, the thing is, he didn't expect... No. Pushback like that. He expected these people to have To just their,
0: be jaw dropped. Oh my God, think, yeah. this has happened. This is amazing. Yeah. This is going to... Yeah. And
3: it, the point is, it would absolutely rate its ass off. Yeah. It would rake in millions. Yeah. But you're not seeing the risk, mate.
0: You're blinded. You're yeah. blinkered. Of course. Yes. But I like too how Ellie pipes up and says uh, she, she's a she's a biological... She's a, a archaeologist who specialises in botany. So she says, oh yeah, you know, some of the plants you got here... They're poisonous, but you've got them here because they look nice. Yeah. So you kind of don't know how this extinct ecosystem works. Yes. And um, then then uh, Alan Grant also adds his two cents.
1: I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Dinosaurs and man, two species separated by 65 million years of evolution, have just been suddenly thrown back into the mix together. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You're meant to come down here and defend me against these characters, and the only one I've got on my side is the
3: blood-sucking lawyer.
1: <laughs> thank you.
3: <laughs> the lawyer says, thank you. Thank Because, yes. <laughs> yeah. again, old man's already said yeah. that he hates lawyers. Yeah. And now the whole thing's been turned on his head.
0: So he's thinking that the lawyer that he said he, that in the previous scene, you're going to be giving me an apology in 48 hours. Yeah. He's already been wowed by the place, but the experts he's relying on to give him the official endorsement—they're thinking, mate, what are you doing here?
3: But I love this next bit because he now says, "Look, uh, my grandkids are coming," and you know he gets excited, and they they boil him over on the stairs and stuff. And it's fun because you realise you know he's a family man and, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it's also strategically brilliant because you want these you know stuck-up uh, archaeologists-type people to see. The impact, the of this real fans, yeah. on the people who will benefit. Absolutely
0: from it. right. Yeah. So they they go on the uh, on a tour. And did yeah. you find little these? These were ahead of their time. Electric cars. These, yeah, electric cars. Were. They were yeah.
3: like the, the Model T's at Dreamworld, just on a rail. That's right. Um, yeah. But I love the the little boy which you kind of he, he was a
0: dinosaur nerd, to no, begin no, with.
3: He, he was... What's the Sam Neill's character's name?
0: Uh, Alan Grant. He
3: was an Alan Grant nerd. He was yeah. dressed he the same a, as I read
0: your book. Yeah, He was, he was. wearing <laughs> the same clothes, scarf Yeah, I noticed that, yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Which but, is super cute. But Grant it, is yeah. not a kid guy. It was established, yeah. Remember here earlier on when he says, look, you know, kids, they smell... Noisy, and like smelly, yeah. But smelt, so he's dirty. obviously not... You see that sort of arc in his yes. story. Uh, the girl also wants to ride with him. She said, have you picked a car yet? He goes... Where do you want to go? Guess uh, wherever you go. And Ellie's just trying to get them yeah, to sit so together. Yeah, so Ellie's sort of it's making brilliant. them all sit together. Uh, but cut to the lab, and did you love the old Macs of the monitors? You see yeah. that, the old early yeah. 90s Macs? Yes. They're tracking the weather. So we know that there's a weather front on approaching. So wrinkle number one over here. We know that Nedry is trying to do something over here. Yep. And in the middle, they're about to start the tour program. And I, th- I love the line that uh, uh, Sam Jackson's character Arnold says hold on to your butts. We're going to start the program. Uh, the tour starts. They go through the gate. And I love this line from when uh, A- Ian Malkin sees that big gate Welcome to
2: Jurassic Park.
3: What do they got in there, King Kong? <laughs>
0: You haven't seen King Kong. We're going to do King Kong. <laughs> I have. We're going to do. King King, we're going to do the nineteen seventy six King Kong. Oh, when I was born. Good stuff. Yeah, good. good. That's my favourite King Kong. Uh, and the 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 tour is underway. Yep. Um, we do find out that uh, the the there needs to be there's some problems that need to be debugged yep. in the tour, but also as well, the tour is very quite underwhelming. They can't see he's the Brachiosaurus and this is it. they don't see anything. No. They they've seen nothing. Very typical of a zoo. Yeah.
3: You know when you go to the zoo and the bloody lions are yeah. at the back and they're not actually coming in front?
0: Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I like in, inside how they're they're also worrying about not only are they it's cutting between them and they have got to do the debugging and all of this stuff and they're thinking, well, let, let's let's I think Nedri says, you know, we've got the major problems of a theme park and a zoo. Yeah. And then they say to Nedry, look, you know, you've got to do this and that. He goes, look, geez, I'm, I'm so underappreciated. I think um, he says, oh, you've got butterfingers or something. He goes, look, you try to get someone to do what I'm doing. I'm yeah. underappreciated here. Yes. So we, we sort of see there's some friction there. Yeah. Well, but then the other guy goes, shut up. They're approaching the T-Rex paddock yeah. right at the moment. And they get to the T Rex paddock. This is and this is this. This
3: <laughs> answers the question of, and it's, it goes to my lion point, right? You're at the zoo, and it's like, dude, I know you have feeding time three times a day, but can you feed them less and more regularly? Because they go, there's no T Rex. Yeah. Well, don't worry. Yeah. And, a, and a goat comes up out of a out of some sort of. Basement. So, what if that
0: goat just sort of stay in a box until it's needed? Like, just what stays <laughs> there?
3: They feed it through a cage, and the and the ca- floor of the cage pushes up.
0: Did who's who says to them, Do you plan to have dinosaurs on this tour? I think <laughs> one of them asks. And then this is the point where remember how you were talking about we were talking about Malcolm and how he was a mathematician slash chaotician. yes and this is where he explains to Ellie chaos, chaos theory. theory remember he gets he gets a hand and does the droplet and yes. very flirtatious little scene very flirtatious and they're talking about by the chaos way, theory at this yeah. point
3: you have no idea about the relationship between Ellie and Doctor Grant yeah well they're a couple aren't they but are they I, I assume so yes but, but see this is the at this point. With Dr. Grant in the car, yeah.
0: he's not saying, hey. It's not 100%, yes. But he does say later that there are, they're involved. Yeah. It's just to absolutely sort of wave not established at this yeah. point. No, I would true, have bashed that bloke. Yeah. Uh, so we then cut back to the lab, and Nedry's is checking through his little uh, QuickTime window on his computer. He's checking out the dock. Uh, did you like this bit where the the girl falls over, and he, she does it on purpose and holds his hand and, gra- and keeps holding his hand yes. the whole time? And here's where they stop because they decide to get out and they say, let's stop here and check this out. They walk through the clearing here. I love this shot, really low behind the little boy's feet. Yeah, And you see his feet walking, then it opens up into this clearing and there's this big triceratops yes. laying on the ground. It yes. was a really dramatic shot. And uh, she's obviously sick. And Ellie, who jumps in, remember how she's a biologist as well, she sort of wants to see the Dropping, what, what sort of what yeah, are they she's eating? Trying and that? She's, she's trying to see what's something. causing the sickness.
3: So, the, she's she's uh, she talks about the uh, frequency of the sickness and all the stuff. My first thought here is she's pregnant,
0: she's pregnant. The oh, dinosaur. you the dinosaur's pregnant? Yes. Ah, okay, right, because but of, how can she be there?
3: Well, yeah, but, but this is my point. Is yeah, I'm right. going, so, this is a bug in the chain because uh. maybe I assume this Ellie was going to uh. discover. Through looking through the droppings, that it wasn't the food. she Should
0: get a, like a big dinosaur pregnancy test.
3: And yeah, basically, <laughs> but no symptoms wise. Yeah, right. I thought she was going to go. Ah, oh, she's pregnant. Yeah, because and that she was going to blow the, the whole thing open. Was she
0: looking at the lilacs or some of the plants and
3: just all the symptoms yeah. she was getting from the dude that worked there? Yeah, I okay, felt like okay. that was where this was going. Fair so, enough. So, interestingly, that was the thought I had. Yeah. Which didn't come to fruition, but kind of did in the yes. end. Yes. You know.
0: Now, with the, the lab, it, it's, it's pretty much established that the storm is definitely on its way. Yep. And they're deciding they have to cut the tour short. Now, back out in the field, Ellie's checking out the dino droppings and the storm's approaching. But Ellie says, look, you know what? I want to stay. Yep. Let's stay. Now, back in the lab, they're lamenting the fact that it was a pretty disappointing first tour.
1: So much for our first tour. Two no-shows and one sick triceratops. Could have been worse, John. A lot worse. Anybody want a, a soda or something? Because uh, I'm, I'm going up to the machine. I thought maybe you know I I'd get somebody something. Because I found only sweets, and I think I'm going to get something salty. I thought maybe some. Uh... Oh, uh, I uh, finished debugging the phones. Uh, I, you know, I was going to debug, I, so I did. I, I, you know, you told me to So I, I debugged the phones, and uh, I thought maybe uh, uh, you should tell you that the uh, system is going to be uh, compiling. For uh, 18 to 20 minutes, so some of the minor systems, they might go on and off for a
3: while, but it's nothing to worry
0: about. It's just a simple thing. A good so is he the worst liar in the world? Yeah, but that's the point, right? Yeah. He's that's his 18-minute window about yeah, to start there.
3: He's He's a nerd... Who's never done anything like this in his life? <laughs> he's followed the rules, and now he's breaking all the rules. Right? Yeah. He's just executed a command on his computer, which is going to cause chaos. Yeah. Um, and he's got so to, he can get the embryos, to, embryos out. He's got to create this distraction. So yeah,
0: but he no, he's created the window for him to go steal the That's embryos, which we're getting to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But the, he's he's just yeah. he's just initiated this sequence, right? Yes. He's asking them whether they want a soda. You know, basically, he's acting, and he probably never has asked them
0: before. Imagine if one of them said, yeah, mate, I'll have one, I'll have this, and he goes, okay. Well, it wouldn't have mattered, <laughs> but
3: I think the point here is he's yeah. never really been that kind of guy before, yeah. and so his whole demeanour is completely... You can see
0: how sort of nervous, nervous. and uh, and his but, whole story was all... But
3: again, because they are not computer people, and he is, yeah, it's a plausible... Well, Sam
0: Jackson is to a degree, but not to his level. But it's entirely yeah.
3: plausible that yeah. he has compo- recompiled the system, yeah. and it will reboot... Yada yada, yada. Well, so that's his cover. And, and it does do that. Yeah, he's that's his really cover well story. Creating the cover.
0: Well, in the book, there was a whole subplot with Nedry. Right. And and how he's reason for betraying, for, for turning on Hammond. Now, in the book, Nedri is not an employee, he's a subcontractor. Right. And um, what happens is that he was subcontracted to create the security system. Hammond dukes him on his pay, so cuts him. He doesn't give him the money he promised him, and N- Nedry tries to sue him. But instead, what Hammond does, he's, he's a bit more malicious in the book. Right. What he tries to do, he launches a smear campaign against him so that he'll never get any work ever again. And that's why he's sort of hell-bent on revenge oh, wow. to get to get back at him. So that's not really fully explored. Yeah, that's not fully explored because, in, to be in honest, yeah,
3: that was going to be one of my that would distract holes, you from the whole thing. But, yeah. but it is like, why is this dude trying to? Yeah, you
0: know, that's kind of all oh, they I bring reckon, in. Yeah. All they
3: bring in is he doesn't feel like he's paid enough. Essentially,
0: Well that's right. I think that they had to establish some kind Motive. of ill feeling. Yeah, to yeah. to motivate him to do this. Correct. Um, so when we see the cars heading back in the storm. Now in the lab, we see. Two things. one, the security systems are shutting down one yep. by one, yep. and that Nedri is in there stealing the embryos. Remember the uh, the can of uh, shaving cream that yes, he had? It's he's cool. put, putting him inside. really clever way to do it. Now in the back to the tour, and the cars have stopped, they just happen to have stopped in the T-rex paddock. Yes. Now cut to Nedri in his jeep trying to make it to the dock. And you know, don't remember, remember, it's pouring rain now, and in the middle of a storm, he crashes into the sign, the direction sign. <laughs> yes. So he's thinking, where do I go yes. now? I remember the arrow spinning I mean, all around it's, the
3: place. it's, a, it's almost <laughs> a comedic moment. <laughs> it <is> a, you <laughs> know, where he picks up the sign, and goes, which way? It spins oh, no, around. It, spins it is the like the a sign? cartoon, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so they're also, meanwhile, trying to get into Nedry's workstation... And see, remember how it was all locked up with all all passwords? And remember, they tried to get into it and just go, uh uh-uh, uh uh, you don't know the password. <laughs> and he goes, I hate this hacker crap. Um, so, in the meanwhile, though, they're in the T Rex paddock. Yep. And they hear a thud. And I think um, Malcolm says, Did you feel that?
3: I think they also see it, don't they, in the water.
0: Yeah, did you see this? So, in the little, glass, little cups sort of water. Of, the water is rippling they're, as each boom, each thud, the water ripples. Now, how do you reckon they did that? Making that the, the that effect of the vibrating rings of water.
3: Just kick the tyres of the car?
0: No. Spielberg wanted the T-Rex to announce it's coming before you see it. They wanted to hear it. You think, okay, sort of say, no, something's coming. So what they did, they tr- they had to build a an effect where they had like a guitar string underneath So he put a glass of water on a guitar, and when he plucked the strings, it made the water ripple. So for the scene, they had guitar strings under the dashboard to get that effect. So they were strumming a guitar string right below the the water to give you that effect. So there was a man on the floor who plucked the strings to give us that look. As you do. A lot of trouble for that shot.
3: A lot of trouble.
0: Now, here's the bit I like where they look up. And the, the, goat's goat, the goat's gone. There's just like a little chain swinging in nowhere. Yeah. Um, they say, Where, where's the goat? And then you see the head of the T-Rex just swallowing the rest of the goat. And, and like a the, limb comes the off. The lawyer goes, well, he runs away. And then you see, boom, <laughs> the goat's leg laying on top there. And did you hear what Malcolm said then at that point? He goes, I hate being right all the time. <laughs> and then the... T Rex sort of walks out in between the two cars. So the front car was the where the kids were. The rear car was had Grant and Malcolm. Yeah. Now the T Rex roar did that really? That sounded yeah, pretty incredible, solid. Right? Yeah. The sound of the roar was a mix of a dog, a penguin, a tiger snarl, alligator, and a baby elephant squeal that they mixed together. So uh, Spielberg wanted the audience to just be totally taken aback for the first time they saw the T-Rex. They wanted to experience like they're right there. So that's why the shot, when you first see it, was from inside the car. Yes. So they wanted you to think, well, this is what it would feel like if we're seeing this for ourselves. Makes sense. That's why he did it. Did you like the, how the kids were looking around for stuff in the car? They found the torch and they're waving all the lights around and, and, and the and T-Rex immediately goes towards them. Old Doc back there is
3: going, turn off the light. Yeah,
0: because he's saying apparently their visual acuity is what makes them yeah,
3: so they, attracted. They're going for movement. Movement, yeah. Or in that case, light. So, yeah. he, I mean,
0: you're sitting there thinking, get out and help the kids, but if he runs, he's dead. Yeah, he's going to come towards him. <laughs> now, what they think it were they're looking around where it's where the T-Rex has gone. Remember how it's got the glass top of the of the car? Yeah. The T-Rex just comes crashing down through the top and they're under this sheet of glass looking right in the face of the yeah. T-Rex. Fortunately, just the purse terrified not glass, but yes. Oh, just incredible. The cars then uh, they they is they've sort of the, the 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 T-Rex is biting the tires and coming through the crushing the car, driving them into the mud. Now, back at the lab, they're saying, "Look, I can't I can't bring the lab online. We're offline. The 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 park's offline, and so they said. I think he says to Muldoon, "Can you please take a a a fuel jeep and go? Go Can you go get my grandkids?" Um, so uh, Nedry, meanwhile, has crashed the Jeep. Badly. And he gets the, he gets the winch. He's thinking, how the hell is he going to have time to do this? Yeah. He goes, yeah, I've still got time. I've still but You got know time. my favourite part
3: about this yeah. is he's, the, he's, he's just talking to himself. You just take this bit and you just it to that bit. He's doing exactly what a nerd would do and go, how do these
0: winches work?
3: <laughs> like, I don't understand how this
0: works. He does seem to be a winch kind of guy No, that's right. Do you like it when he sees the little dinosaur and he goes, oh, that's nice. He sort of <laughs> nervously yeah. laughs, walks away. and He goes, oh, nice boy. And then it follows him. And then... You see what happened next. It presents sort of itself. It's frill. Yeah, yes. sort of yes. its neck frilled up, and then it spats the. Spits like a it's poison like a toxin at him. At him? Mm. Yeah, um, and then it fires. It fires the thing in his eyes, and he, I think, he hits his head on the car. Loses his glasses. It, uh, the, 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 the it loses the can that gets out, but he tries to get back in the car, and then it's like, see you later. It's all over. All over. Red Rover for him. What'd you say, Brown Bread? Yep. Now, at in the meantime, the. Dr Grant has tried to go and help the help them out of the thing and what what had ha- happened before was he was trying he got the, he got the flare to, to get his attention and he was driving him this way then bloody Malcolm gets goes the other way and he gets the T-Rex to follow him and then he gets sort of crushed underneath the, the remains of where the toilet was. Remember, the lawyer yeah. runs in the toilet, gets yeah. eaten by the dinosaur. So, so this gives uh, Grant the opportunity to go help the kids. Yes. Now, in the meantime, the T-Rex is now pushing the car down the, down the embankment uh, over the fence. And what, I think Grant had the, he was climbing down on the rope with the with the girl on his back. And then they tried to swing, did you like this bit, where they swung out of the way and the car dropped right beside yeah. them? So that was a nice little sequence there where yeah. the car's crashing through the tree. You can imagine yeah. the process of creating this sequence. Yeah, it was quite a thing. So the, you yeah, know, this is, we, we've seen the t Rexes cause havoc. Now... What what we find is the jeep arriving to find to look for them, and they think they find what's left of Gennaro, the yes. lawyer, right? <laughs> yeah. But they find Malcolm as well, and yes. he's alive, and uh, he says, "You like this?" Line? He goes, "Remind me to thank John for a lovely, lovely weekend." weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, but but there's a, there's a bit here again
3: where they both hear and see yeah. another tremor. It's so like his footprint. He's sitting
0: in the back of the car. Ellie has gone to look where they've gone down the embankment. She looks down thinking, oh, that's where they are. Yes. He's looking down, seeing the force tremor. It's a big T-Rex footprint. Yes. And that same effect with the water rippling. He goes, oh, I think uh, think we're a bit in trouble here. But then uh, they get back in the car, and then they have to hightail it back to the compound. Come on, come on,
2: come on, come on. We've got to get out of here. We've got to get out of here. Now, now, right now. Go, 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 go. Let's go. Hey. Start the engine. Must
0: go faster. (laughs) That line, must go faster, he uses it again in Independence Day. Uh, so, when he remember when they're being when they race, remember they go up to the mothership and plant the virus? Yes, and they, they're loose and he they got to go out, must go faster. Yeah, right. The co executive producer and uh, the director, Roland Emmerich, he liked it. He heard that and he wanted to put that in Independence nice. Day as well. So, he had it say he had it say when he and Will Smith were escaping the mothership. Yes. Did you like the bit here where? They're looking in the rear-view mirror and you That's see one the of my T-Rex.
3: It's, it's just such a f- – <laughs> again, it's that comedic thing with the yeah. spinning sign. It's like everyone has it on their mirror. Objects in mirror may be closer than they appear. Larger than they and appear. So they, they, cut, they cut to the mirror I'm only. I'm glad you noticed that. And the T-Rex is fed them there, <laughs> but that is offset by the message.
0: Because it's larger there. Objects in the mirror are larger than that. And you know what? Every time I see that on a mirror, I think of Jurassic Park. Yeah, right. Every time I see that. Um, I, I like it when they got away from the the dinosaur with the T Rex. Um, Malcolm says, "Well, they have that on the tour." <laughs> chase. Now, the T Rex right, was a full sized animatronic. What? It was massive, right? See, that's why there's a difference
3: between the ones that are CGI and animatronic. Well,
0: I'll tell you now: when you see a full body dinosaur, it's a it's CGI. Yes. When you see most of the dinosaur. It's the animatronic. Now, you know, when you see the head up close and the mouth, this is this animatronic that weighed 7.7 tonnes. What? Right? Now, remember during the shoot when they had it? That was on a soundstage, by the way, when they shot the T-Rex and the cars, you know, yeah. and the fence and all. That was a big soundstage. Now, it was raining. Remember how it had to be raining? Yeah. What had happened, because it took place in that downpour on a soundstage, the latex that covered the T-Rex puppet, had absorbed a lot of the water, so it made it weigh even more. So it was heavier and a lot harder to control. So what they did, the technicians had to work day and night with blow dryers to try to dry the latex out, and they had to suspend the T-Rex out of camera range to keep the water of it because there was water constantly running out of it. It was always running off of it. So (laughs) they had to sort of film it above the soundstage so they don't see the water coming out of the bottom of it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now at this point, Grant and the kids—they've got out of the car. They've worked out that they've got a—they've climbed up a tree to stay yes. safe. Yes, this was a nice scene. I like this. They're up yeah, in I the like tree, this. and then they hear the other dinosaurs, and then see all these big tall heads appear out of the bushes. And they did have to remind them though that these are. Come. She's a vegetarian. Yes. She's like these are veggie veggiosaurs. They don't eat
3: meat. Yeah, the little kids. Because like, I hate the other kind. He basically insinuates that she's what they would eat, <laughs> not not the fact that they won't <laughs> eat meat. She's I a herbivore. That. Yeah, <coughs> yeah.
0: But here again, the kids they get comfortable. They all they cuddle up to to Grant. Yes. And again, he's not a kid guy, but he's he's becoming a kid exactly. guy. Exactly. Um. And uh, next thing we see is Hammond back at the compound. There's no power. He's on his own. He's eating the ice cream because it's melting. Yeah. Big he's also, tub of ice cream. When, no expense spared. Yeah, no expense spared. It was the best ice cream. And he's talking though about when he was uh when he was younger he created a flea circus. He had like a little Ferris wheel and all that. And he was talking to Ellie. Ellie had yeah, come back come to back the compound in, yeah. as well and they're talking about how, you know what this this is something that you know we can always improve because it. Because the yeah. most
3: important thing here is you've got two people sitting at either ends of the table who effectively feel like they've lost someone they love, the grandkids versus the Dr. So. and Alan Grant, yeah. They've actually got something in common, these two now. Yeah. But it's actually poles apart.
1: Next time it'll be flawless. It's still the flea circus. It's all an illusion.
2: When we have control again. You've
1: never had control. That's the illusion. I was overwhelmed by the power of this place. But I made a mistake, too. I didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now.
2: The only thing that matters now are the
1: people we love. Alan and Lex and Tim. John, they're out there where people are dying.
0: Yeah, so pretty... Yeah. It's pretty basically her way of saying, cat. mate, this yeah. is it. You're, you're done. Dr- you're it's dreaming. over. You're dreaming that this can go. He says, oh, next time. He says, what you no next time? What are you talking it, about? At all. Uh, the next scene is them, uh, uh, Alan Grant, and the kids waking up, and there's a dinosaur right near them. And yeah. they remember, they get the tree out. It's eating the it's tree. feeding it. And then but it sneezes. Then it, it sneezes all over the girl. Yeah. And I like how the kid goes, God bless you.
3: <laughs> you know, yeah, it was pretty cute. I... There was a part of me, every time I saw these big long neck ones, yeah. I thought maybe the they're Brachiosaurus gonna, Maybe they're yeah. going to, because it comes so close to the tree, maybe they're going to slide down its neck and ride it somewhere. <laughs> like the Flintstones. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> get away. That's how they're going to get away.
0: I don't know. That was just, you know, the thought. Yeah, but they get down out of the tree and Alan makes a little discovery.
1: You know what this is? It's a dinosaur egg. The dinosaurs are breeding...
0: Talk about that being a throwing a spanner in the
1: works.
3: See, that was the moment where I went. Maybe I was right about the triceratops. You know, yeah, maybe. But, but it's good. This again. There's so many little bits in here, but it's that whole throwback to the genetic, the DNA yeah. sequencing. We needed to use frogs, and he explains yes. that frogs are able to essentially change sex. If there's, yeah. you know, a whole a same-sex community, whole yeah, flock yeah. of bloody women, yeah, uh, female frogs, one or more of them will change sex. To ensure that they can breed, and that's essentially what's happened with that DNA. That so,
0: helps improve the odds, eh? Hey, doesn't it, like for, the, for the bloke. <laughs> Scient-
3: scientifically, yeah. it's actually again, and it's obviously scientists
0: would say it's rubbish, but I think they would appreciate the premise. Mm, absolutely, and I like how he says here: "He goes, Malcolm was right. Life finds a way." Yeah. So next thing we see the compound. Uh, we we know we know that Nedry has covered his tracks. There's all this drama happening. Uh, all the systems are shut down. They've got to shut down the system because what he did, they couldn't get into the workstation. So to get around what he did, they're going to have to like basically do the ultimate, turn it off and back on again. Yeah. So they have to resys- reset the system. That's literally what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to switch the main switches on and off, and they've got to go to the breakers to do that. Uh, now, Alan and the kids are out in the field here, and uh, we see that... These dinosaurs are sort of roaming around. Sort of, I think they're called the galli- Gallimimus. Yeah. he was asking him, but then he notices them uh, acting in a certain way.
1: The uniform direction changes, just like a flock of birds evading a predator.
0: They're, uh, they're flocking this way. They're flocking this way. Get the it, flock out of here, he it said. It was one of the better scenes in terms yeah. of
3: the dinosaurs. Wow. I
0: went to where that was shot. That little portion there was shot in, in the mainland of Hawaii. They went... They had. I think they went back to that to, to shoot that. So that that's... Uh, it's at the Kaloa National Park in in the on the main on the on in Oahu where we we'd I'd been. Everyone and just there is have some f-
3: have some thoughts about Steve and his yeah. wife. I mean, she gets dragged all around the world. <laughs> my What's son and I, my Jared and oh, I, okay. went, We
0: did we did you like a Joe. That. We did a Hummer tour. The tour was in a Hummer. Yeah, cool. And it took us to this place where they filmed Jurassic Park and other movies. Lost oh, today, they, nice. they filmed there all as well. Right. It was really cool. Did you like that when these, the flock was running away from the T Rex? He grabbed one again. Yeah, yeah. See you later. Got, Got one. one. Yep. Um, back in the compound, he says, "Look, when Disneyland opened, nothing worked." Yeah, and old mate is still trying to justify yeah. the drama. But here's what he says, though. He says that he incorrectly says that the Disneyland opened in 1956 when it actually opened to the public uh, in 1955. So he got that wrong. He, he he was open a year before he said it was. Okay. Now go to the go into the breaker room. Uh, was Ellie with Muldoon? Uh, he says, "Look, the Raptors are, are loose because the, all the security fences, because of Nedry's yep. work, over there all the security's gone." Yep. Um, he says, "Look, he feels like we're being hunted." So they head towards the shed. Uh, so things are happening at a rapid pace now. Yeah. Uh, Hammond's directing them over the walkie-talkie. Uh, Alan and the kids get to the fence. This is the these are the intercut scenes where. They're, they've turned everything off, and they're slowly turning every yeah, part of the park back uh, on again. You know, she she gets
3: to the to the place where she needs to be, the breaker. He talks her through, you know, turning everything. But there's once she's turned it on, she then see how to the names of breaker, name, yeah. and you see each thing's going to turn on phones, bloody security, whatever. And the last one is the is the, the electric the fence. Fence, the protective fence. So she's going through <laughs> them one by one, and Alan and yeah. the kids are standing in front
0: of this. Whoa. A you, ten foot high fence. Do you remember when that, he was near the fence and he was there first, and he sort of threw something at the fence, and nothing so threw happened. Threw a stick, which wouldn't do anything, by the way. And then he grabs it and goes, <laughs> <laughs> and the girl, and the girl goes, "Stop that!" He goes, "Oh, that was great." The guy <laughs> yeah. loved it. The little boy loved it. Yeah. And uh, now, as you said, she's resetting the breaker boxes and the switches. The kids and Alan are climbing the fence at yep. the same time, and you see bits of the grid coming back on, 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 and. They're down, but Tim's halfway down the fence. He's They're scared. saying, "Come on, mate, keep coming." He's scared. And as she throws the switch, bsh, he gets thrown off the fence, flies backwards, and they get to him, and he's not breathing. Not breathing. Yeah. Now, in the meantime, the raptor attacks Ellie inside the comp. You know where she turned off. She turned on. Remember she had turned the power back on. That's right. And the right. raptor just comes through the pipes. Yep. Now in the in the movie, during production, Laura Dern's reaction, she hadn't seen the Velociraptor in the shed. She hadn't seen it before. She she didn't knew, know what was going to happen. When it came out through at her, that was a genuine reaction oh, of wow. fear. She thought, what the hell's going on here? So that was that fear was real. Did you like the bit where she backs into this other section and a hand drops on it? She goes, ah. Oh, and, then, Arnold, then she, and she, and she pulls out his arm. <laughs> it's just his loose arm there. Now, Samuel L. Jackson, whose arm that was, yes. he was supposed to fly to Hawaii to film... His death, apparently he dies a gruesome death at the hands of the Velociraptor, but the hurric- hurricane destroyed the set, so yeah, they said, look, right. you know what, don't bother coming Just back. send we're us gonna, an arm. We're going to, yeah, send us your right arm. We're going to scrap the scene, and he, he's said in interviews he really regrets not having to film that scene, because he gets chased and killed in quite a graphical way. He really wanted to do it, wanted to be killed by a Velociraptor. Nice. Uh, and then so uh, Muldoon, I think uh, Ellie comes out and she sort of gets clear. Muldoon, though, he's there, sort of he spotted, did you see, he spots the raptor in the bushes ahead. Yeah, yeah. And do you remember what, what Alan Grant said to that kid? Earlier, you know, that the one that, one that you're looking at. The one that you're looking at, there's two others that are going to attack you. And so what does he do? He turns and there's one right there and he says, clever girl. And then <laughs> it just kills him, yep. attacks him. Uh, and as I wrote in my notes, he's brown bread as well. <laughs> now, they're still working on Tim, by the way. You know, little the little kid, kid yep. he's sort of performance CPR. They revive him. And I think, remember, they were saying, one, two. And then after they revived him, he wakes up and he goes, three, after they revived yes, him. <laughs> it was very cute. <laughs> yeah. Now, they make their way back to the compound. Yeah. Okay. They find the others. They see the food. Did you notice all the food that was out there? Yeah. When they arrive, right? They find this entire buffet of food. Do you reckon that's odd? Though, like everyone had left. Remember, he'd said everyone get off the island. There's a storm coming. Yet, no, the buffet was being prepared for the end of this amazing. Do you think that was for them? Like all the personnel left the night before. The only people in the control room were gone. It was only them. So all this food was just sitting there.
3: No expense was that from the dessert the night before. No expense (laughs) spared. You think it would have gone
0: off though, or melted, or something?
3: It was preparation for that night. Okay, remember by this point. They would have ended their day oh yeah, of their tour. Yeah. This would have been a wonderful tour. This would have been a big
0: celebration a lot of food, though. dinner. A lot of food, though, for Doesn't a small that, number of people. Ex, no expense spared. Okay, that, that's a good point. So they're eating, and what do they do, though? They spot a raptor. Of the course. raptors come into the compound, and this yeah. is the scene where the raptor chases them around, chases the, kitchen. Them around the kitchen. Yeah, the best, that part, was cool.
3: the best part of this is where she, the little girl, you basically rides it and yeah. she sits in this thing and you're thinking, she can't close the door, she can't close the door and the the raptor comes out bang! But it's actually the,
0: a mirrored reflection. It's her reflection, yeah. Like, Did you like how the genius. raptor actually opened the door? Like they are yeah. intelligent enough to open the door? Which again goes back to that earlier yeah. play which so says they're they smart. They're really smart creatures. Remember how one of they they were sort of coordinating between them. They were sort of making noises to coordinate yeah. their attacks, yeah. right? So, um, it uh, we find they've rebooted the system um, and This is where they get out of the kitchen and they have one locked in the fridge. They're trying to reboot the system, so they've joined Ellie and Alan in yeah. the in the control room, yes. and this is where. Remember, she mentions she's good on computers and she works yes. out the Unix system because the t- yeah. those
3: two are trying to hold a door shut. Yes,
0: and so she's trying to get it working again to activate the lock. And, and it's she goes, a very I can do this. It's I a know very this
3: extravagant interpretation of Unix, but anyway. Yeah, it's, it's uh, just a
0: pretty graphical representation. Yes. Yeah, it's normally code or lines yes, of code. Exactly, <laughs> it's a pretty much a graphical representation there. Uh, but anyway, she does work it out. They climb into the roof. So, yeah, they sort of go, that's their escape route. Yes. And they come out above the T-Rex skeleton. Remember the skeleton in the main room yes. of the compound there? And they drop out of the, it. Then they see raptors both sides, and they, they, they come, so they're down below the skeleton of the T-Rex. Raptors come in Which, bo- at both ways. by the way, yeah. you've
3: got to imagine this now, right? Here's this archaeologist who's spent his life trying to find any, you know, remains possible. And he's now jumping and sliding down a, and breaking a precious. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like the most valuable thing in <laughs> yeah. his world. Yes. Most valuable thing in his world is now being destroyed by him. And uh, yeah. I know for reason, but it would still
0: hurt. Absolutely it right. Would still hurt. Yeah. So they they he decides stuff. We're going to jump on the skeleton to get yeah. out of here. So what they got to do what they do. Um, the T Rex though comes to their rescue. Do you yes. like This it just comes in and uh, he does that amazing roar at the, at the end. and yes. you see how the, the thing flutters down when rule, when dinosaurs ruled the Earth? You know, yeah. you see it flutter the, down at the, the right time? banner, yes. They escape in the Jeep, and uh, he, I think uh, Grant <laughs> says, I've decided not <laughs> to, to endorse, endorse your, your park. park. So uh, <laughs> off they go. Now, here's the thing. With this scene, Spielberg changed that climax slightly. He changed it a few weeks before the end of the shoot. So what he wanted, he would have hated it if the T-Rex didn't make one final heroic appearance because the T-Rex was a very popular part of the movie, right? So he thought initially what was going to happen was that the uh, raptors were going to get killed by the T-Rex skeleton. Oh. Dropping down dropping on them, down, right? right? But instead, he says, "No, let's make the T Rex, the actual T Rex, the hero." Yeah, because so they changed that.
3: because the T Rex would eat the Raptors. Yeah, in in, in the dinosaurs'
0: That's time. It. And the the new climax when you see the Raptors and the T Rex that was all computer animated. So for the time, that was an amazing achievement. It looked yeah, it looked right. pretty good. You, yeah. you, you got to no, for it, the it time, was it was absolutely incredible. Now, when they get back to the chopper, Hammond to- takes one last look around and says, right, we're out. You know, they're flying back to the mainland and we see that the kids, so Alan's on the, on one side of the chopper and the kids are both on either side asleep on him and kind of that whole not loving kids. He's sort of, no. he spent he's the whole day now. and night he's- with his kids. So... He's probably hugging yeah. them
3: as much as they're hugging him. That's the that's the impression you get is that he's like, we got out, kids. Yeah. Are you with me now? And you're safe. They're safe. And Very
0: they parent. go out. He looks out the window. What does he see? Birds. He <laughs> sees big pelicans flying beside yeah, them.
3: so this was what I... I'm looking at it going, are they pelicans? Or they're are not they some, pterodactyls.
0: No, they're not pterodactyls. They're, any, they're not form, no.
3: any form of dinosaur. No,
0: it's a bird. Because remember how his theory was that the dinosaurs evolve into birds? Yeah. And he's seeing a bird. So... Did you get that tie in there? No, I didn't. It, apart from it just looking nice, it was... Yeah, that's, that's all, what all I, look, I got was there's that's a what sequel
3: I saw. and those birds are part of it. <laughs> that's Not literally, quite. That's literally what I was thinking.
0: Well, they are part of the Jurassic Park 3. The pterodactyls form part of that. Okay. Did you catch line? Here's some of my favourite lines, mate, uh, starting with this one.
1: That is one big pile of shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they were looking through the dump? Yeah. 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 Now, uh, I like this when they're up in the trees (laughs) and uh, tell them a few jokes.
3: What do you call a blind dinosaur? I
0: don't know. What do you call a blind
1: dinosaur?
3: Do you think he saw us? (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a blind dinosaur's dog? You got me. Do you think he saw us, Rex?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. They're good dad jokes. I'm going to remember those. Yeah, definitely. You remember those. Yes, 100%. Tell your kids. Now, um, I think this is a line that's probably aged badly too. Listen to this.
3: I'm a hacker. That's what I said. You're a nerd. I am not a computer nerd. I prefer
0: to be called a hacker. So this is the early '90s, remember? Yeah. So a hacker means you're a computer expert, I think, at the time. Right. So don't you reckon that's aged a bit badly? She wants no, to be known I, as a hacker.
3: No, I think she wanted to be known as someone that that can hack code and okay. you know get get through things. Yeah. Okay. Think the there's there's kind of the a good hatter.
0: there's a white hat yeah, hacker well, and there's that's a, a different thing. Right, yeah. but she wants to be known as a hacker. Now here is I think one, my favorite line yes. in the whole movie.
1: When they opened Disneyland in 1956
2: Sorry. nothing worked. Yeah, nothing. But John if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down the pirates don't eat the tourists. I can't wait
3: anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's gold.
3: It's good. He's it's got, a got great some of the great line. line. He's got some good yeah. lines yeah. in Welcome.
0: 100%. How did that happen? Oof, the plot- whole thing, mate. You, you got any plot-, any plot holes here?
3: No. Now, because, he's, he's because it's so
0: fanciful. One. Yeah, I got a few. Yeah. All m- remember when they we did the big lesson about DNA yeah. and they create the embryos yep, yep. and they plug the DNA with frog DNA. Yep. So why do they hatch from an egg? Oh, because frogs are tadpoles. Like how do they? Well,
3: it's not the whole frog DNA. The shape inside part well, of it. Yeah, so
0: isn't the embryo just an embryo? Does it egg how does the egg form? Like, what well, who hatched the egg? Like who who laid the egg? Who came first? The ta- the the, you know the tadpole or the, yeah. the egg. Like if it's an embryo, it's just an embryo. Just like sit that's there.
3: a massive pothole.
0: Yeah. So who who laid the egg? It's a challenge for the writers. Well, does an They're egg going, just form around we an need embryo? need an animal that's able to change sex. Yeah. Yeah, well frog, there you go.
3: Is there another one? Probably now, not. Now
0: I love it. how many times he said it, uh Hammond. It's ironic when his constant declarations of we spared no expense. That yet the whole thing is is pretty seriously undone because he skimped on security. <laughs>
3: well, he skimped on paying
0: something. Yeah, yeah, he 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 was a bit of a, a, a tight ass with um one single IT guy Nedry, yeah. and look what happened. Dude, the best money investment would have been redundancy of every system. Yeah. Now you you're a computer man, mate. You were <laughs> yeah. around this time. You were making websites of that way. What around was this, this year time? 1993. Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple of years out. yeah. Okay. Remember Nedry says to him, look, the system's going to be shutting down while I debug the system. So system maintenance like this, you'd agree, wouldn't be performed while the system was in operation. So they're on the tour. He's not going to debug it while they're on the tour, are no, they? No. So you think, oh mate, you can't be doing that now. So the maintenance would have been done overnight when right. the system would not be needed.
3: Yes. Would and, that be right? And in no way, shape or form would debugging phones... Caused the uh, electric fence to go down.
0: There you go. Yeah? The so, systems yeah.
3: would be independent of each so other. So if
0: you had to pay a bit more, he would have known that. He exactly. had a better IT guy. Some expense spared. Now Grant, when explaining the dinosaurs are breeding, says certain West African frogs change sex from male to female.
3: Oh no! Don't tell me they don't.
0: The dinosaurs, it however, from female to male. They had to go the other way. So they had to go female. They had to grow it. No, they had to grow one. It's a it's a chink in the DNA <laughs> armor, you reckon? <laughs> Do you reckon there's just one little chromosome they adjusted? Yeah. Now, uh, Grant also says that their T-Rex is uh, is based on, his acuity is based on movement. So he's attracted to movement. So, but the velociraptors are not. How the hell would you know that from a fossil? He just digs up bones. How would he know that?
3: In all honesty, let's not get into it. But there's a lot of science where you go, really? I mean, how do you measure the age of a black hole? I mean, come on, people.
0: But it's uh, predators have a very sensitive sense of smell. But it's not as though keeping them still would protect anyone. So they, they smell. They've got a very good sense of smell as well. So yeah. the T Rex H- is that right from there. A but predators do. Pre- if you're a predator, you've sure. got a sense of smell. Like sure. a dog's got a good How sense. How do you know smell. that didn't evolve? I don't know. And it wasn't. I'm there with just saying dinosaurs. it's a possible plot hole. Okay. Now, when the this is what I, I've I've watched this 50 times. This movie. And I can still can't quite explain the layout of the T-Rex paddock, right? So when the T-Rex gets out, right, it walks, from where it got out, it walks through the opening, okay, between the cars. But when he pushes the car over, there's a massive drop. So how did how did the, what's the layout there? Like the T-Rex walks out and then like 10 metres down, there's a massive drop? Well, that's I couldn't understand that.
3: But that's not normally part of the T-Rex paddock. That's... The T Rex fence has them on that side. Yes. That drop off is. Now, that
0: drop off was on that side of the fence, but further up. So, it's a bit weird how. Okay. It's uh, how they had to, there was this, this massive drop and like from a few yards close to it the T Rex just walked out. How would it get up off that embankment there? Yeah, not with. That's the, always bugged me. Not with those little arms. Uh, here's another one. Uh, Nedry is gathering the embryos. Yes. Now these are frozen in liquid nitrogen. And he's touching kicking them up barehanded—that would—that'd burn your fingers, wouldn't it? No it certainly, gloves. It certainly wouldn't be easy. So oof, wouldn't that be? Oof. Oof, you think really? his acting needs some work? Absolutely. Things you might not know. Newman. The, it was while you know how George Lucas is mates with Steven Spielberg. Yeah. George Lucas visited and was watching the post-production, and he saw how real the dinosaurs looked. George Lucas says, "You know what? The technology has come to a point." where I can now make the Star Wars prequels. He says, this is going to do it. it the, well, my vision, it, this technology can make it real. That's when he decided he's going to make the prequels. He started writing them the year after in 1994, and the first movie was released in 1999. Wow. And ironically, Samuel L. Jackson was in all of those prequels, and he was in Jurassic Park as well. There you go. Now, I mentioned before, any full shot of a dinosaur was computer-generated shot parts of a dinosaur were animatronics. So we established that. Now, despite being called Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs only have 15 minutes of screen time. Nine minutes are animatronics, six minutes of CGI. So that means only 11% of the movie has dinosaurs in them.
3: That's fascinating because, you know, six minutes of CGI, and it would, yeah. would have
0: taken hundreds of hours, but that's yeah, it's remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, I was, remember I was telling you when they were designing the special effects, they wanted it to look realistic. Yeah. Now one of the one of the artists, Mark McCreary, visited a zoo, uh, and he was looking at African elephants. He studied the way they move. That's what he used to base the Brachiosauruses. How to right. c- to create the suggestion of mass and weight. Uh-huh. He was looking at elephants and how they how they walk. Now to again to make the remember I said. Sound is really important part of this movie. Yeah. Steven Spielberg invested to create DTS. Have you heard of DTS yes. sound? Yeah, Digital Theater Systems. Yep. that's a rival company to Dolby. Steven Spielberg created that technology for this movie. Wow. In 1993, so DTS sound became a thing after this. In the same way. So that he really T- wanted T- to hear. THX was uh, was, was George, George Lucas. So you can see that their sound is really important to them. And he wanted to create a digital sound format so they can hear the movie. It was intended to be heard. And guess what? George Lucas was one of the supervisors of the sound crew to help him get it done. Oh. Yeah. Can you tell me the body count?
3: Oh, no. no, no, no.
0: Have okay. a guess. <sighs> 17. Five. Really? Same body count as Jaws, which is Steven Spielberg's other movie. <laughs> Did you notice... After Nedry makes his first appearance in the control room, right, during his argument with Hammond, on his screen, there's a little open window playing a video. Yeah. He's watching Jaws. <laughs> He's on that little video, which is Spielberg's other movie. God. Um, when Lex, remember the bit where Lex falls through the grate yeah. and she has to climb up and the, the raptor jumps up to, to try to bite her? When that was a stunt woman, Right, so they she fell through the grate for one second. She looked up at the camera, they digitally put the girl Lex's face on the stunt woman. You look at it carefully, yes, it's done really well because you probably yeah. never noticed it. For one brief second, she looks up and her the other actress's face is on the stunt woman's face, they replaced it. When Ellie enters the cafe, remember, Hammond's eating the ice cream, it's supposed to be no power. Did you notice there was um, fan ceiling fans going round and Gee, around? You lot of picky, you movie nerds. <laughs> That's all I got, mate. What's wow. your wrap up and rating? I thoroughly
3: enjoyed it. Um, I, I, as I said, I, I like the fact that there's a there's a premise outside of just there's dinosaurs yeah. are back. Yeah. Um, I Look,
0: think plausible
3: reality. Yes. All right. Now knowing that the book has more context to the yes. Nedry story. It makes sense, but I think that that brought the movie down. I don't yeah. think the Nedry story no. worked.
0: I think Crichton, the author, said because he co-wrote the script, he said that the movie was about thirty percent of the book. Yeah, I, I that's mean, how I just, little of it was in the book. I yeah, just feel like
3: it, it almost didn't matter. Mm. Right? You yeah. could you, you get could, the best bits for the movie. I understand, but you could if you take let's just take for a second the whole payoff, yeah, um, the whole stealing of the embryos, everything that Nedry did on the escape, right. All you're left with is a problem of why does the systems go down, That's right? right? yeah. You could have easily written in
0: that this... The storm did the damage. That yeah. the
3: storm did it? Yeah. Or you could have written that this programmer was an idiot. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? That whole part yeah. of it? Didn't yeah, really make you sense. Could,
0: you could probably. Give, I think a storm would explain it going alright, but quite potentially maybe like a, a, as if bad weather would stuff up a system. That that's probably what no, they think. But thinking. again, they needed the, some. Still kind have of the
3: computer guy that's yeah. like I, I. didn't program for this. Let me try and get it working. Okay. You know yeah, what okay. I mean? Yeah, right. Like I just feel like that whole storyline didn't matter. Of
0: Nedry, yeah, I, I I think it added a bit of espionage to it. A bit it of did, intri- but it intrigue. Was, it because of the comedic yeah. stuff. Yeah, that took
3: away from the espionage. But it, you, know what you, mean? N- you
0: needed kind of a bad guy, and for that yeah. reason, yeah. it's an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. Well, I'll give this a solid nine. Yes. I'm a nine on this one. Uh, I've uh, been a fan of this movie, and I will be going to see the new one, Jurassic World Dominion, and we'll no doubt be rewatching all the others as well. You weirdo. <laughs> Righto. Well, let's uh, Jurassic Park done and dusted. Let's look forward to next week, okay. shall we? Next week we are doing these are all favorite movies of mine but this is a particular favorite okay. it is the warriors oh you have the jacket in your thing i certainly do good memory it's directed by walter hill now this is a movie about gangs in in new york now my millionaire question for you okay. is it's all about gangs and their turf okay the warriors turf their home turf where they are is it a coney island b the Bronx, C. New Jersey, or D. Harlem. I think the Bronx. Eh, wrong. It's Coney, Coney Island, Island. is where the Warriors guess. are from. Yeah, the very first scene shows the Wonder Wheel at Coney Island. You'll see. Okay. You'll see when you watch it for the very first time. You've never seen that, I know uh, for mate, a fact. I only know this is a movie because of that vest. Because of the vest office. in my my theater, my-, my signed vest by the cast mate. in my theater. Oh, it- Which I will get framed one of these days.
3: Spoiler alert for next week. Yeah. But apart from the name, I've got no idea what's going on.
0: There you go. Good. That's what this movie's all about. The best movies you've never seen, and you've definitely never seen that movie. 100%. So please, join us. I hope you enjoyed Jurassic Park. Join us next week for The Warriors as we come out to play next week. What? What? You'll know what that means next week. Thanks, Trev.